Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, Spirit Stories Edition. Okay, we have such a fun episode for you today because we are actually playing a little game. So what I have decided to do is bring on my husband today, and I'm going to be sharing some stories, some intuitive hits, and some stories of some evidence that I've gotten through readings and things like that, and we're going to talk about them, and I hope that you play along because I want you to help rate them on a scale of 1 to 10 with 1 being cool AF, two being, you know, semi-cool, and three not being so cool. So I didn't really prepare for this, so it's not like I put my best, you know what I mean, things and evidence that I've gotten in readings or intuitive hits through my life, you know what I mean, into this podcast. So you're not going to hurt my feelings if you give me any kinds of twos or threes. So honey, are you ready for this? I think so. think so? Okay. You understand the rules? I do. Okay. Awesome. So we're going to get right down to it. All right, so now I want to talk about first is the Black Rock reading. So do you remember when we were at Black Rock? Mm-hmm. And you wanted to see if I could open up, like, to mediumship. You were wondering. Do you remember that? I do. You were like, oh, yeah, is there any spirits here? And I'm like, I'm not open, man. So I decided to open. Mm-hmm. And we are sitting at the bar. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, there's a woman next to the bar back, you know, the guy who is, you know, assisting the bartenders. Do you remember that? I do. And you forced me to give him messages like I was a Long Island medium. I didn't force you. I just, you know, poked and prodded you along. I just gave you some positive encouragement, really. (laughs) Yes, you're like, I want to see this. I want to see this. It was like... It's so funny because I ended up asking the bartender to bring the guy out that I wanted to talk to him. So now I seriously feel like Teresa Caputo, you know what I mean, in the Long Island medium now because I'm like, oh, hey. And which, by the way, just a disclaimer, I totally 100% do not agree with that. I feel like if you bombard someone with one of their past loved ones that are coming through and that kind of stuff, it's like an invasion of their privacy and you have no idea where they're at in their lives and with a grieving process. So you shouldn't do it. But I kind of like asked my guides, like if it was okay and that kind of stuff. And I believe that it was, and I feel like he was receptive to it. And I know that you don't really remember a lot of what happened, right? Mm -mm. Unfortunately, no, I have, I have bad memory recollection. Yeah. I do remember though, it feeling like a third person was like crashing our reading because you kept on asking like, "Is this true? Is this true?" Anytime that I brought up evidence of his past loved one, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, that. it was his grandmother, and I remember like, I remember okay, that. I was like, was she like a Aretha Franklin fan, or was she like singing all the time or something, or you know, what I mean, she passed really recently because at the time Aretha Franklin had just passed, and I forget his answer, but I feel like it was like maybe all of the above, or she had just passed, and it completely made sense what was coming up. So now, this is going to be the very first scoring. And I'm not really keeping score. So on a scale of one to three, with Mm -hmm. one being cool AF and three being not so cool, what would you put that? Um, It was a one. You were just saying that because you're my husband. Yeah, I know. (laughs) No, it was a one because uh, it's original. You know, how many people get to experience something like that? I've never experienced anything like that before. Um, And then to see this guy get told this information. So it was unique and exciting at the same time. 
Alright, I might have chosen the wrong judge. I might get all ones here. <laughs> Alright, so now this one we actually just talked about because I feel like this was one of the most really cool experiences during our reading and it was caught on tape and if the woman who I read is listening if you please contact me it'd be super awesome because I forgot your name and I do hundreds and hundreds of readings so I can't go back and listen to them all to see who it is but what was happening was during a reading I was doing a zoom reading so it's like a video chat so she can see me and I can see her and I was wearing this white shirt that required you to like tie the sleeves of it, if you will, right? They're almost like ribbons, but not really. They're the same material as the shirt. Well, I noticed when I'm channeling her dad, I was starting to fix and uh, tie my shirt. Now, my shirts, you know, what, what would they call that? The ribbons were just down, dangling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. They were just down dingling. That's how I usually wore them because I was either, you know, too lazy or just I wasn't really good at tying those knots. And so while I was talking to her and I was channeling her dad, I realized that with one hand, I tied both of my like bows, ribbons, whatever you want to call it, on both sleeves, mm -hmm. even the one with my left hand. I couldn't believe it. And by the time I got done, I was like, I cannot believe I just did this. And I know that spirits, you know, you can really channel them and leave an impression. And you can actually start taking on some of their mannerisms. And then I just looked at her and I was like, wait a second. I have no idea how I just tied my shirt. Like both hands, no problem. They looked great. And I was like, did your dad have anything to do with like knots or something? Like, is that the type of person that he was? And she was like, yes, he was. In fact, he had a whole bunch of books on knots and different kind of ties and he would study it. He really loved doing that. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's probably funny because my shirt was probably bothering the F out of him, <laughs> you know, with it not being tied. Mm -hmm. So do you remember that one, honey? I do. That's really cool to see <clears throat> a spirit take control of your hand and make it do something subconsciously like you don't know mm -hmm. you or why you're doing it or, or how you're doing it you don't even notice it though no uh, and that is fascinating and that's happened to me too oh please do tell yeah i was working on i think we talked about this last time uh, oh i was working on drum brakes yeah on a car a long time ago <clears throat> and at the time i didn't know how to do drum brakes at all uh and yeah i i didn't know how i did it I have no clue on how I fixed this my very first time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, that reminds me of that. Yeah. Because a lot of times that does happen. Like mediums take over the mannerisms of the person in spirit. So I know I know it sounds stereotypical, but sometimes you know when I'm talking with Italians, I want to like you know talk with my hands, and that's one way that I know I'm talking to like an Italian person. And I remember a couple times if you blend enough with spirit, like one woman, I almost just started speaking Spanish. Like oh, it that was, would have been awesome. It was so crazy. I know. I was just like one little mental block away from just completely um, speaking Spanish in this reading. It was really amazing. All right. So the knot story. What are we going to give the knot story out of one to three? Um, I'd say a one, too. Uh, a one as well. Again, because you don't see that every day. I don't. At least I don't. I mean, I don't hang out with mediums every day. But... Um, <laughs> <clears throat> a lot of times even watching them on tv you don't see them physically manifesting the the spirits feelings or desires yeah yes right. or their like unique personalities 
Mm. Yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. You know, smelling a smell that they make you smell, say they were a baker, and they love to bake apple pies or peach pies, and you smell peach, that's a very, I guess for a spirit, it's a very easy hint to make a, a living person feel or experience. Yeah. But to make them do something physical that they never knew how to do is, is fascinating. It's exciting. Oh, okay. That brings up a great point. And I wasn't going to talk about this, but do you remember when I first started opening up and all I could get was smells, right? So I was like, ooh, I smell potato chips. A little. Yeah, and a little then bit, yeah. the person, the in spirit, um, this was that uh, the development circle I used to go to. And then there was, um, oh, yeah, cinnamon buns. Or yep. that one time during a psychic fair, I smelled hot dogs, right? And no. I was like, I was like, I was in this like hot dogs smell? I guess. <laughs> That's odd. It was so funny because I'm at this psychic fair and remember, I, I haven't smelled in years. Like what would we say? About 15 years, at least maybe 20 years. Yeah, you still can't smell. Yeah. So I, I can't smell. It's not COVID. I just, I haven't been able to. I don't, I, no one knows what's wrong. So I really can't smell. So when I do smell, usually it's spiritual. And so I was at the psychic fair reading for this woman and it was, it was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done. Because I started smelling hot dogs. Did you say it to her out loud? Yes. I smell, who says I smell hot dogs? Yeah, okay. I was like, so I was like, I smell hot dogs. And then I kind of like leaned down and I whispered to her in like this weird way. I don't know why it was a secret if you smell hot dogs, right? But I said to her, I was like, do you smell hot dogs? <laughs> She's like... Oh no, I don't smell hot dogs. She probably thought I was like the weirdest psychic in the world. Do you have hot dog perfume? Oh my, no, I don't have a hot dog perfume. And so then I was like, oh, okay. Well, hot dogs, you know what I mean? Symbolize baseball games to me. Because I always think about, mm. you know, baseball. And I always love having a hot dog before we stop really yeah. eating meat, okay, you know, yeah. at baseball games. And I was like, oh, I was like, was he a big baseball player? And she's like, oh, my God, yes. He was the biggest baseball player. He had everything, all his kind of memorabilia, everything like that. And I was like, oh, that's why he's bringing up hot that's dogs. That's fascinating. Okay. So that that was a good. What would you give it? One to three. The I, smells story. Uh, I'd say a two. I like that. That's fair. Because um, I've seen it before. I've heard of it before. You've mentioned it before. Um, so almost, it's almost like I'm used to it. <clears throat> you know, almost as if a person, if possible, could get used to just seeing a ghost in their house. Oh. Right? So the first couple, couple of times you see this ghost, you freak out or you're really elated. You're really happy. Um, but, you know, everything fades over time. Just like your favorite dish when you eat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's awesome the first 20 times, but then, you know, it'll fade. So, smells this kind of old hat oh. in this spiritual house. So, I was going to ask you a bonus question. We recently came back from dinner, and I smelled what smelled like my grandma who passed away, right? And then I was like, that's really weird that Before I Before she passed it. away, I'm guessing, right? Well, yeah, she smelled this okay. way before she passed away. That's the reason why when she passes away, I can recognize the smell being her. All right. And then what did I do? Like, like it was only a few minutes. And then I was like, oh, it's gone. And then you're like, yeah, I smelt it too. And it was intermittent. So do you think it's like zero spiritual, possibly spiritual? So today at dinner? um, No, I don't think it was spiritual because I don't think I would have smelled it as well because I think I have some sort of block on me. Nothing spiritual happens. But you did smell it. So I'm saying you don't believe it's spiritual. Correct. Okay, that's a bummer. 
All right. I okay. So that would been like a one. That would been a three then. So I want to see what you who is listening right now. What you think about that? All right. So now we're going to be talking about before the pandemic. Okay. So before the pandemic hit. So this was around March of 2020. I wanted to open up my own office. I actually wanted yeah. to open up my own store. Do you remember that? I do. And then, you know, we were trying. We had put it on deposit. Things were going really well. And I'm not sure if you remember this or not, but we were sitting on the couch one day, and I was like, hey, choose an animal. And you chose a cow. Do you remember that? I don't. I don't. Mm. Okay. And so I was like, okay, so I'm going to ask Spirit to show me a fox for yes. Like it's a good idea for me to open up this office and things like that and a no for a cow. And so that was that night and that morning, you know, I went to work and on my way home, I drove past a house in our neighborhood that has a cow. I remember that. In the front yard. Now what was really crazy about that is I never ever come through our subdivision that way. I always come through it through the other mm -hmm. way. But for some reason, I had taken a different route home. And I actually knew about, I don't know, like as soon as I entered into the subdivision, basically I knew that I was going to have to go past that house. And I knew the answer was going to be no. But the thing is, is that why did I choose that route that day? If I would have chosen a different route, I wouldn't have seen that mm. that cow and then I was really praying that, that maybe they moved the cow. Maybe the cow was like underneath some snow and I couldn't see it. You know what I mean? Like, or maybe I would accidentally miss it, but no. And then, do you remember this? Me and Mason went to a store and there was nothing but cow paintings. Remember, I, I, looked, I have pictures of cows after cows after cows saying, no, 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 no. So that was them telling you like adamantly, don't do this. Yes. But here's another crazy part of that story, and I don't know if you know this or not, but me and Mason wanted to go to a restaurant and eat lunch, right? And this was BJ's, to be actually, the BJ's restaurant. Well, it had way too big of a long of a wait, so we decided to head over to Boston's instead. As soon as I sit down at Boston's and I look up, there is someone carrying balloons, and one of the balloons is a fox. And I was like, there's no freaking way. And so I went ahead and I was like, man, I don't know what to do. And basically, you know, if you do do yeses or nos as signs from spirit, you always have to go with the first one. You might go ahead and you might get the one that says the opposite. But usually that is just to confirm that you do have free will. So it's like they're showing me yes for a fox just because it's like, hey, you're welcome to do whatever you want to do because everything will be a learning experience. All right, but then the time came when one of the landlords were like, hey, Heather, are you or are you not going to get this office? And that was the second? That was the second office, right? Yes. On, on 59? Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Um, You were, if I remember correctly, you were iffy. I was happy. I, I was ready to do it. Yes, I remember that. I remember you like being like, it's okay. I'm like, Spirit's telling me, no, I don't feel this is a good thing. And you were like, just do it. Just do it. I'm like, should I? Should I just go ahead and do it? Like, I was so excited. And I remember I got up from the couch and I just had this feeling and so many things were happening. And then I just stopped and I was like, I can't do it. I was like, I can't do it. And I remember the exact words I said because I was like, I feel like something is going on that we don't know about. Mm, and something yeah. that's going to happen yeah, that we that don't know about. Room. 
And then what it was, it was like literally like two weeks later that the whole world closed down. Yeah, there was, I don't know about two weeks, but there was a third option you were looking at right around here on that yoga studio next to that yoga studio. Um, And I remember pushing you hard on that one. Yep. And uh, I wanted you to do it. But yeah, you did say that. Um, Very lucky that we didn't do that. Very (laughs) happy. We would have been in a lease and paying more like every month for this. So on a scale of, uh, what is it, one to three? I'm going to give it a one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'm going to give it the the best rating because um because of the impact it had on us and and how profound that was. Yeah. How lucky we got that you can speak to dead people and they can speak to you. Yeah, and honestly like you know, you know, this was actually like spirit spiritual guides, like angels, that kind of thing we Cuz you out really to me. wanted it. I did. I and, really did. And it was almost like you were arguing with another person. It really was. It really was. And that's the thing is like, if we could just listen to the spiritual guidance that we we're receiving, our lives would be a lot easier. Cause I almost didn't. And get this, I actually had friends that actually opened up centers and things like that around mm. that same time. And then they were stuck in that lease, having to pay that money and that kind of thing. So I'm so happy that I didn't do it. All right. We're almost on to our license plate round. But before we get to that round, I have one last one. So recently, um, I mean, this was in January or February, I was getting my hair done and my hairstylist wanted me to bring my tarot cards. Well, she actually said Oracle cards. So I brought my tarot cards and to pull a few cards for her. So I did and gave her like a little mini reading while she was doing my hair. And then I went ahead and I pulled a couple cards for me. And the first card that came up was the death card. And the second one was the Ace of Cups. So the Ace of Cups has like a hand holding this, you know, you know, goblet, if you will. And it's overflowing with water. And oftentimes water symbolizes emotion. So it's like overwhelming with emotions. And for some reason, when I looked at that card, usually the death card is symbolic. It means transformation. It means change. I usually embrace the death card. But when I looked at this death card on this particular day, I seen a real death. And I even said to my hairdresser, she could vouch. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose someone in my family. And then I could just tell about the Ace of Cups coming afterwards. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to suck right and do you remember me coming home and telling you that actually well do you remember me coming home and saying this story telling you about it and then looking at you and being like I think that you know my aunt's going to pass away like I think this is going on all right and then the next day what ended up happening was I got on zoom with my other aunt and Marcy and then we found out that my aunt Betty could has a brain tumor. Oh yeah. Right. And that's when I came downstairs and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I really think that it could be aunt Betty. You know what I mean? I had the wrong aunt in mind mm-hmm. when I felt like who it was, it was going to pass. So I'm like, I think it's aunt Betty. But then what ended up happening with my aunt Betty was that there was a whole bunch of confusion and she didn't have a brain tumor and everything was much better. And it was just chaotic. So then what ended up happening was one day you and I went to a cemetery Mm-hmm. And then I told you this as soon as you got out of the car. And I was really confused now because I don't know if Aunt Betty is okay. I don't know what's going on or happening or anything like that. So I went ahead and I just asked Spirit. I was like, hey, could you please draw me to like the tombstone of 
the name of my family member who is going to pass next. Now, I don't really recommend anyone doing that. I did it because I just really wanted to know if I needed to worry about my Aunt Betty, to be honest with you. That's really why I wanted to do it. I swear on my life that as soon as I looked up, like not even meaning to see a tombstone with a name. I thought I was going to have to walk around and whichever one I came to, it would have been that name. But as soon as I looked up, I seen the name Betty on a tombstone. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then I remember going up to that tombstone with you. Don't don't you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then come to find out that was the same cemetery that her husband's at. And yeah. we just found this out. Yeah, w- ways later. And then, what was it? Aunt Betty passed away maybe a couple of months after that. She's been gone for maybe, what, a month? It's actually a month today that Aunt Betty's been gone. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yep. That That is crazy. That um, is crazy? It's, it's almost like a double sign. Do you think it's a coincidence? Uh, no. <laughs> There's no way. There's 800 names in there. Yep. And then bam, right there. There it is. I mean, if it was a coincidence, I would tell you it's a coincidence or maybe it was just luck. Another really cool thing that I thought was really neat, though, was the name on the tombstone was Betty White, which was really crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Betty White had just passed. I didn't see the last name because it was kind of blocked from where I was at. And then the very next one, the very next tombstones that I seen that had the name White on it was um, Ellen White. And Ellen White is my mom's name. So I thought well, that was Ellen. Is White her name too? No, but Ellen, Ellen. Sorry, yeah, her name is Ellen. You know what I mean? But I'm talking about White and White. The two yeah. tombstones were white, so it seems like there was a connection, a link, yeah. a link between the Betty and the Ellen. And that's really funny because Aunt Betty is my mom, mm-hmm. whose name is Ellen's sister. So I thought that was really cool. Like maybe Mom knew about this. So scale no. one to three. Oh yeah, go ahead. She did know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, obvious. Yeah. it's obvious she knew now. For sure. So, scale one to three, with one being cool AF. Well, I got to reserve my ones (laughs) for things that that blow wind up my skirt. So, I'm going to say it's a two because I expect stuff like this from you now. Oh, okay. You know. All right. Before we get to the license plate round, we are going to do a flash round. So what this is, is without me telling some of the backstory, because we've already talked about some of these stories on the podcast, I will put the links to the ones that I remember in the show notes. Or if you want a link to the show that tells the story in detail, you can go ahead and reach out to me at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com. All right. So now, scale the one to three, the Ouija board session the one where i got your grandfather's name and what he did in the service oh yeah that was a one for sure that was the one yeah because it was personal um it was a textbook uh proven ouija board session almost you know not the size or the depth of the ones you see on tv you know and and thrillers and horror movies but uh the sample size was small but it was still textbook you know, she got stuff that nobody else could have known. It wasn't even her relative that she was, you know, talking to. Um, really cool to see that, you know, that, <clears throat> you know, at this point, I already was a believer. So yeah, I didn't need 
conversion. But still, even now that I know all this stuff exists and happens, you know, on a daily basis in this house, uh, <laughs> for somebody to say, hey, check this out. Whose name is this? You know, I think that that will continue to, to amaze me until I die. Oh, wow. That's so cool. I mean, you're talking to a dead person. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't you don't see the the depth or or, or the intensity of the forest if you're in it. Yes. Right? So you're submersed in it. So maybe you get lost in it or maybe you've been doing it so so long. Like I said, maybe it's old hat to you. But for somebody who doesn't have it happen to them directly every single day, it never ceases to amaze me. You know, that's so true because I do feel amazed sometimes when evidence comes through in readings and I'm just like, oh my God, that is so freaking cool. But the problem I think that it is, it's not even a problem, but I'm connecting to energy and I'm feeling the energy and that's what it feels like to me. But when I actually see like a picture of a past loved one that I'm talking to, like then that's when I get emotional. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, this energy that I'm feeling it was truly a real person. It's incredible yeah so you're right though i still have those times in readings where i'm like wow you guys did a good job <laughs> you know what i mean because it's not just me it's them being able to bring some of that information forward like i always say i'm like i, I feel like it's them playing charades next to me you know what i mean they're kind of shouting oh yeah yeah right that's yeah. a very good analogy yeah they're mm -hmm. trying to shout things they're trying to like do dances or whatever it is they're trying to get whatever it is through to yeah me. it is like a bunch of spirits that suck at charades. Yeah. Right? Or, but that that's their only method of communicating, and you have to try to guess. Yep. And that's why I tell you to have as many words or experiences uh, in your mental Rolodex as you can to give the spirits more options to choose from. Yes. And I want to tell you this one. It's not my story, but this is like the coolest story I've ever heard. Well, there's a couple cool stories, but this is one of the coolest ones I've ever heard. And it's with that famous medium, uh, John Edward. Right. And it was so deep because he was reading a, a, like a young girl who had lost her dad. And he was like, yeah, your dad's over there golfing. And she was like, wow, yeah, my dad's not a golfer. And he was like, man, he's like showing me golfing. He's now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like during the course of their reading, he kept on showing her golfing, golfing, golfing. And they just started making a joke like, okay, I guess that my dad took off golfing in, you know, in his late in his life or, or on the other side, you know, he took up golfing. He must spiritual like it on there. Golf course, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, spiritual golf course. He must like it. Well, it was hilarious because at the end of the reading, she's like, man, this has been amazing. I know you brought my dad forward and everything but the problem is is that we have a special number between us and she was like and he didn't say it and it would be really amazing if he could say it and then john looks at her and is like wait 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 when, when the golfer sh you know swings it he says four <laughs> he says four and sure enough that was the number so see, they're trying to come and give us mm. different. Um, That's a one opportunity right there. That's a bit. They get a one. Okay, two more others. <laughs> There's not two stories. It's it's like two different mediums, separate times, right? The person that they are reading really wants the name of the person, and names are hard because you think about it. You know, if you're putting charades yourself, okay, it's really hard to do a name during charades, right? So just kind of think about it that way. It's kind of hard, you know? <laughs> so, um, so anyways, 
they are reading their their for their seed sitter right and this happened with two different mediums and they're trying to get the name can't get the name and then all of a sudden it's like this dumpster truck pulls in front of like the window when he's trying to do the reading and he was like oh my god like this is so loud um miller reading why is this happening and then like all of a sudden on the side of the dumpster truck there's his name and then he was like no way. And then he looks at the That was the, so the, obvious. The Almost like a movie. Yes. You see that in a movie. Yes. And the sitter was like, Yes, that's his name. Like crazy things like that happen all of the time. Oh my god. Like that time I was doing a reading and all of a sudden it was like the spirit kept on drawing me towards my Tony Robbins book. They're like Tony Robbins. Like I just I, oh. I could not stop obsessing over this Tony Robbins book. So I finally grabbed it and I was like, Your father keeps on showing me this book. And she was like, Oh my god, that's funny because his name was Tony and he was an avid Tony Reed T- Tony Robbins fan. Like he had all of his books and everything. I was like, No freaking way. <laughs> that is amazing. So I love all those stories. So Okay, so now we're gonna do the license plate signs, right? This is going to be um, a f- like a flash round, right? If it's a th- one, two, or three, three, two, one. Are you ready? Okay. I seen buttons on a license plate. I was driving down the road, right? I wanted to get behind this car. I don't know why, because I could have been first in line, but now I'm second in line behind the stupid car. Don't know why I wanted to do that. Felt guided to. As soon as I get behind that car, his license plate says buttons and buttons is your old dog who passed away. So what do you think about that, Mapples? That's a one. That's a one? Yes! That's my favorite dog, yeah. I wish I could have recorded it, too, because I'm like, I like being front in line for lights. <laughs> so there's no reason why I would go, like, second in oh, line. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Why would I get behind someone in a light when I don't have to? Yep. That guy probably thought I was a weirdo. Okay. <clears throat> well, you are a weirdo. <laughs> All right, next one. Juju. Seeing Juju on the license plate. Right after she passed away. She'd been gone for maybe a couple months at the most. And I looked over and you see J-U-J-U on a freaking license plate. And I was like, oh my God, what are the odds? And you say, pretty high. I was like, it's not high. Really? I will seriously, I, I really want to give like $100 to anyone that's listening that literally just seen J-U-J-U on a license plate. And if they did, it was the one that I seen probably that's here in Michigan. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a big license plate as sign guy. I'm not 100% convinced. So you would say what? I, I think you'd have to take the totality of the circumstances in in consideration. So if, if you were just thinking about buttons, for example... Right, and within the hour, you got a hint of that license plate. So that that's more compelling to me. So in your mind, then that means you would have to be thinking about them, and not them thinking about you. Yeah, because otherwise, what proof do I have? I can't just see a license plate willy nilly out in free nature at twenty four seven at any part of the day, and think that that's them trying to contact me. I think. I think there has to be more than one data point. Oh, because you can't prove that they're thinking about you? Yeah, like in concert. Like I have to be thinking about buttons or see a commercial that had a dog exactly like buttons on it. And then 20 minutes later, see the buttons license plate. That to me says that's a dot connection. I think it sucks being your past loved ones. 
<laughs> it, it does. So hopefully you go first. It, yeah, because yeah, getting a hold of me would be very difficult as a dead person. Okay, so another one. The mixed up numbers. Remember when I kept seeing all those mixed up numbers? And then I was like, why am I seeing mixed up numbers on license plates? And then I was like, okay, I feel like I, I needed, you know, I felt like the angels were telling me to play the lottery. And the lottery ended up, you know, being my mom's numbers of her birthday. And then... Oh, you know, the rest was history. That's pretty compelling evidence. Because there's several in a row. Okay. okay. There's a chain of events. A whole chain of events. All right. And so then for like me seeing Duke on a license plate, that was my Aunt Juju's dog, right? That she was missing. How many months I, or weeks elapsed between seeing Juju and seeing Duke? Well, I was in Virginia, so I hadn't seen Aunt Juju in a long time. Oh. But do you feel like they could be reaching out to me because they can't get a hold of her because I'm spiritually open? Uh, she was alive then. I can't say it's not a possibility. All right. Mm -hmm. And one more before we talk about next week. So recently there has been an event where everyone keeps on calling me Kevin. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I made that up. That was my sign thing. Yes, you're the one that thought it was a sign, right? So Right, because it's the totality of the circumstance. What are the odds? The odds are slim to the odds are one in a trillion. Okay, now everyone listening right now was like, What do you mean? Everyone's calling Heather Kevin? Yes. We went out on Saturday the twenty first to breakfast. There was a little bit of a wait. The woman looks at me and she's like, Oh, can I get your name? And I say, Heather. And she was like, Oh, okay, Kevin. And I'm like, <laughs> like how how did you get Kevin? Where the hell did you get? But okay, whatever. I know, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like sitting there waiting. I'm like Heather, Kevin, Heather, Kevin, Heather, Kevin. I'm like, mm, I'm not sure. Maybe it's a stretch, but maybe I am like I have no idea, Heather. Like if I say it really loud, I I still don't get it. So, anyways, whatever. Thought it was kind of funny. Even the people next to us were laughing because they were like, we have no idea how she got Kevin out of Heather. So now a couple days later, um, it's my honey bear's birthday. Right? I am calling, and he is not in the car with me, okay? I'm in the car with Mason, my son, who was not there on Saturday when this chick called me Kevin. So now I am calling up this lady at a totally different restaurant, you know, a completely different scenario, and I'm like, hey, I would like to make a reservation. And then she was like, okay, what's the name? And I say, Heather. And she was like, oh, Kevin? <laughs> I am like, and I look at Mason, and he was like, "Why, why am I Kevin now?" And then he doesn't even know about Saturday with that Kevin situation. I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "No, Heather, Heather, why Kevin?" So that's when finally we come home, and you were like, "This has to be a sign." So it was probably a day later, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe two days later, we were sitting on the couch, and <clears throat> I don't, I'm not spiritually minded. You know, my mind isn't always geared toward spiritual things and signs and little little trinkets and whatnot like this. I'm thinking about house projects and, you know, shit like that. But nobody has ever called Heather Kevin, ever. <laughs> Not in the 10 years that I've known her or the 30-odd years that she's been on the planet. And then now they've called her Kevin twice in the same seven-day span. Why now? Like, back to back almost. It was three days. You were never Kevin <laughs> to even people that are deaf. Even people that have hearing injuries. Yes. But now, back to back in a row almost. 
that's the name they hear. Why was <laughs> Kevin the name that they hear? So as soon as you said that to me, you're like, Heather, I think this is a sign. I was like, oh my gosh. Because what will happen sometimes is that a spirit will impress upon their energy onto a person. So a lot of times they do this when a person looks very familiar, like not familiar, looks kind of like they did in in real life, right? So, you know, you might see like that person looks like my mom or that person looks just like my grandpa. And the reason being is because your mom or your grandpa is impressing their energy upon them to give it the illusion, if you will, that it looks exactly like them when it may not look exactly like them to other other people. Yeah. So as soon as this happened, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wonder if there's a Kevin around me and putting his impression on me. You know what I mean? That might be a reason why that people are calling me freaking Kevin. So I immediately had the thought, Thought that I was going to go into my Rise into Your Power group and I was going to see if any of you had a past love named Kevin <clears throat> that could be hanging around me wanting to give me a message. Mm. Well, now in the odd turn of events, after we started talking about that, I was like, oh my God, I actually have a former Uncle Kevin. So this was my stepdad, the sorcerer's brother. Right. So growing up, my stepdad that I had for a long time in my life, I think I talked about him a little bit last week. He had a brother named Kevin. But of course, you know, now he's no longer my stepdad, which means Uncle Kevin's no longer my my uncle. Right. But what's really funny, though, is that my sister, who is my half sister, who is the sorcerer's, my stepfather's biological daughter, that is her biological uncle, Uncle Kevin. And what's really funny, though, is that on Saturday, the 21st, the first day that I was called Kevin, my sister, her name is Brittany, was supposed to be meeting Uncle Kevin's daughter. Now, here's a funny thing, too. Uncle Kevin's daughter, I have been watching her a lot on Facebook lately and Instagram. And That's you know I mean? her, huh? Yes. I used to go to high school with her, and she's a tattoo artist, and I'm in love with her work. She does a great job. And it's really funny because we kind of rekindled, and it was so weird that Brittany was going to go see her on Saturday. Things fell through. So I thought that was mm -hmm. really, really amazing. Did I tell you what Uncle Kevin's birthday is? Um, no. The same day as our anniversary. Oh, wow. I guess that answers my next question. Is he, is he a living man? I mean, is he Oh, no, alive? sorry. Uncle Kevin passed. So he is dead. Yes. I thought that I made that. So he doesn't have any birthdays. Oh, my gosh. He's yes. dead. He's dead. His birthdays are gone. Yeah, because it's the birthdays. But I see what you're saying. So, well, that makes a lot of sense. He, it must have been him. I can't believe I've been talking to you about this for like since Monday and you didn't realize Uncle Tevin died. Like it would make no sense to you not knowing that he's dead. I don't pay attention. Oh my god, you hear that? You hear that? It is been recorded saying that you don't pay attention. No, I do. I just like I opened up this this brief with me <laughs> saying that my memory recollection is horrible. <laughs> Uh, so I'm covered. Well, you can't imagine. You can't even remember if someone's alive or dead. I have a mem memorandum for record saying that <laughs> I have really bad memory recollection. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know what to tell wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. What do they call it in the military? A profile? Oh, uh, yeah. Memory profile. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Don't expect me to remember shit. Yes. All right. So now I hope you had fun because next week, hopefully, if I can get you. I know you're kind of a busy guy over here. But what I want to do is I want to have some even more fun, and I want to put you on the stand. I'm and, good in the courtroom. And we are going to have our own little trial, right? The Johnny Depp and the Amber Heard trial will be over by then, and I know many of you will be going through withdrawals. <laughs> I object. You object? And so 
my husband be going on the stand because I really believe that he is the biggest anti, like the worst manifester ever. I call him the anti-manifester. I feel like he just manifests all the bad. And I really need to tell you some of these stories. I'm not doing it on purpose. Okay. He thinks that he's not, yeah, exactly. He's saying he's not manifesting it. So I need, we need to come to a conclusion. We need to come through with a judgment if he is manifesting this or not. If, if he is found guilty of manifesting in the first degree bad things, yes. And we are going to have some fun with this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Are you ready for that? I am. You're going to prepare? You're going to get your evidence? I do. I have to do a little bit of research, uh, digging around in history, and uh, I'll find some good. Um, I mean, I'm not happy. This brings me no pleasure. <laughs> but if, if I fall in love with your business or your product, you will go out of business. See, I told you, like everything that he loves does go out of business. And we are going to tell you so many stories that prove that we have evidence up to the eyeballs. And I am saying that he is manifesting it and he doesn't believe it. He believes that he's a victim of it. I, I don't, I think you got the, the cart before the horse. I don't hope businesses go out of business or, or, or businesses stop doing certain services or, or certain products quit being sold. I don't want this to happen. It just happens. Just because happens you to believe me. it happens. I don't, I, I don't want it to happen. <laughs> okay. So if you want to hear more of this conversation, definitely tune in on Wednesday because it's going to be a little, little bit of fun. It's actually going to be a lot of fun. And you are going to be the jury. And I wish I had a phone number that you could vote like American Idol. <laughs> Maybe I can get one by then. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yes. Or so on Facebook. Do a little poll on Facebook. Yes. Maybe. We are going to be doing something fun so you can vote because I really, really want to know your answer and you will be helping out my household and my whole entire life um, if you can tune in and listen and then let me know what your judgment is. So places are quit going out of business. and Yeah. People, okay. Places are going out of business because of my husband. So definitely if you're a business <laughs> owner, like you definitely like can't, can't do business with my husband at least until after Wednesday. And we possibly prove to him. <laughs> All right. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much for having, for coming on, honey. It was fun. I liked it. All right. All right. I'll see you guys on Monday with the divine forecast. And then definitely on Wednesday for a lot of fun in the courtroom. See